Well, it's another episode of the Native Hate Show. I'm Curtis Morris. We're going to go over some Husker football. I really want to talk some Husker football. Right off the top, we're going to go through all the games for Saturday's football rivalry week. What a game we should have. Well, it's not a, it's not a, you know, any Husker fan knows what the hell is going on. I mean, if you're a Husker fan, you live under a rock and you don't know what's going on. The Michigan State game, we're going to talk about it. We're going to just, I'm going to vent a little bit. We're going to, I'm going to go ahead and go through some of the stats. Uh, a lot of people saying Adrian Martinez is not the guy and, and a lot of people why isn't he Adrian Martinez the guy? He's the guy. <laughs> Smothers is not the guy. He's not the guy. Not right now. Next year we could probably maybe get him get him going, but he's got he's gotten playing time, but not not right now. No, no, not on the the way we're going. We're going the right direction. I don't think we had. Something like this team in a long, long time. It just feels right. And this team is getting better and better and better every single weekend. I mean, we've learned already. I mean, it feels like we're going through stuff and we're correcting it each game. I mean, offense. the offensive line has got to get better. The offense is getting better. They're getting yards. The defense, I don't even have to even talk about that. Them, these guys are just ready to rock and roll at any moment's notice. I'd put these guys up against anybody. I'd, I'd put them up against Alabama if I if I could. Our Johnson rushing for Nebraska, 19 carries for 76 yards, which is pretty, not bad. I mean, 76 yards. He should have a lot more. He should have a touchdown a lot more. And I think he's going to get them yards. I mean, it's just going to take time. I mean, they're 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 going to roll. They're going to start getting together with this stuff. The offensive line, ah, man, what's the matter? What you you're being taught different than you can't get you. I mean, I mean, what was the thing for for the Nebraska penalties? Four false starts. Last week against Michigan State. That can't happen. I mean, what's the deal? The discipline is not there. Are they getting away with it, Frost? Are they are they are you are they not learning it right? Do they not know the snap count when Adrian Martinez comes into the huddle and says, Okay, on go on two don't, do they not know? I I don't think I've seen this many false starts in a long time against a team. One, there shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be not. There shouldn't be one false start on any offense. 
Now, if a defensive, you know, guy, you know, drifts for, I can see that. But the Nebraska's offensive line looks like they don't know the snap count. We're going to be going against Northwestern this weekend, tomorrow, or yeah, this weekend. It's going to be a 6.30 game, another night game. So, you're sleeping in. Yeah, I don't think you want to sleep in this one. Because they've got some good games this weekend. The Northwestern's Hunter Johnson, their quarterback. Not bad. Evan Hall, number 11. And let me let me say something right now for the Nebraska defense. The... Michigan State... Michigan State's uh, halfback is the nation's leading rusher last week. So, and last week's loss was the 14th straight loss to a ranked team. We haven't, the Nebraska hasn't beat a team in the top 25 since 2011. I think it was Michigan State. But Michigan State had the leading, the nation's leading rusher, rusher last week, and we we held him. I'm trying to see here. But I was looking. I was reading up on this game, trying to get a little bit more insight of the, what Northwestern has. Nah, they're not good. If Nebraska don't beat this team, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Northwestern is like a, I don't want to say a tomato can, but they're not, it's not going to, I mean, Northwestern always seems to play Nebraska hard. And always seems to come down to the fourth quarter all the time with this team. So I'm not saying anything that, you know, that, that, because I always think that Nebraska should beat Northwestern, but last year we didn't. Northwestern had a good year last year, but I've been saying that it was a fluke. It was the COVID stuff and people opting out and somehow Northwestern reaped the rewards along with Indiana. But Adrian Martinez, just to give you a little hope for the Nebraska faithful, Husker faithful, Adrian Martinez leads the Big Ten in total offense, second in passing, second in total touchdowns in the Big Ten. Adrian Martinez, that's our quarterback. He is not going to go anywhere. He's going to start. And if you don't like it, then go, I don't know, go root for Iowa State. Because Adrian Martinez could beat Iowa State. I would put up Adrian Martinez against some of the some of the quarterbacks in this, in this fucking NCAA. He's better than a lot. How would you like to have, you know, like a Akron's quarterback or something like that? Just trash. Trash. We're spoiled. We have a good quarterback. He's good. 
And when he gets an open field, when he starts running and he gets an open field, nobody's going to fucking catch him. Nobody. There ain't one person that'll catch him if he's if he takes off and he if he hits open field. That's touchdown. Guaranteed. <laughs> and uh another couple of other things I want to talk about. Um it came out today. Many Saints of Newark. This is the Soprano thing. A prequel or whatever it is. What did they call that? A prequel. When Tony Soprano is a uh, hey, I'm 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 fucking walking. He he's a he's like a kid in this one. They, I guess they did a lot of CGI on it to make him look like Gandolfini. That's what I've heard. I really don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've been hearing. But I I like the these gangster movies the the I like gangster movies I love it I love watching the you know the the Irishman Casino all the Godfather movies it just interests me I like them especially some of the things they get they do The Sopranos I love that show I was watching it with my dad earlier today. And this one has got to be right up there. I think this this uh, this this movie is right up there with those, these gangster movies. Uh, Goodfellas is probably my favorite. Goodfellas is probably my fucking favorite gangster movie of all time. I just love that movie. Nothing will beat that movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Now. I think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I think. The Departed. That's a good one. I like The Departed. Jack Nicholson plays a teamster. I think he plays a... What the fuck? No, no, no. He plays a gangster. Yeah. It's with uh, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, or Wahlberg. I think I don't know one of the guys. I don't know. It's a good cast. I like him. We're gonna get down to these college football games because there is a lot, and we're gonna we're gonna break them down. And uh, earlier to on uh, Friday night, Jesus, I am so disappointed. Uh, 5-0 Iowa went against uh, 4-1, well, it was 4-0 Maryland. They both were 4-0 Iowa, 4-0 Maryland. I'm thinking, wow, now, finally, that Iowa is going to get some competition. No, Maryland fucking sucks. They were they were high and mighty going 4-0 with that Tui Tagliavala, whatever that quarterback is. Tua's brother, I think. Talia, Talia? Tagliavia <laughs> I don't know, but it's Tua's brother. He was in in Alabama. Did he uh, transfer to Maryland? Why? I have no clue. I have no clue. Maybe he didn't like 
Alabama in their in their wary ways. <laughs> I was like, all you guys do over here is win. I want to go somewhere where you know winning feels like a reward, not a privilege or uh, or yeah, we won whatever. Which is good. I mean, that's what kind of college would you would you want to go to Alabama where it's a guaranteed win all the time? It's like we got the number one wide receiver, number one quarterback, the number one halfback. We got the number one defense, cornerbacks, safeties, kicker. Even you got the best kicker, best special teams. Would you want to play on a team like that, or do would you want to go to a a team to where winning feels good as an underdog and wouldn't you want to go to a team like that? Like I would, I would. If you, you mean, you got to think about it as an athlete. You know, do you want to go somewhere where excellence is? What is it? What are the words I'm thinking of? But excellence is 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 mandatory. No fuck ups. Always reminds me of the movies. Like you got this, like well-oiled machine going against, you know, like the bad news bears of football and they're all got their, you know, helmets on backwards and they're not wearing like their good pads or they got like, they're wearing pants and like shoes are all fucked up. They were in tennis shoes out there and then you're going against like the, the team with like the newest equipment, the, the best facilities and the, the best shoes and the best, you know, shoulder pads and the, the, the new helmets with the whole look like a robot look. <laughs> Going against the Louisiana Mud Dogs. I would like to be on the underdog team. Where it's exciting. Where when you win, the the crowd's going to rush. Yeah, Alabama hasn't rushed their, their the field when? When is it last time they've said, yes, let's, we finally won and we're going to rush the field and hoist our coach over the head and we're going to take the quarterback and rip him apart in excitement because we're excited that he did this. We're going to reward him and knock the fuck out of him because of it. So, yeah, earlier also we had a... a a 5-0 BYU, surprising, you know, number 13th, 5-0 BYU against Utah State, 3-2. and um, BYU uh, showing their muscles, just wiped Utah State out. Just wiped them out. And I would beat the fuck out of Maryland, too. Maryland is, is, was a, is a fake. Iowa is a fake. BYU is a fake until they got to play somebody, I think, to show that they belong in 13th. Right now, 13th, Arkansas 8th. Arkansas isn't that good, I don't think. And number 8, Arkansas, 4-0, going against number 2. We're going to see how good Arkansas really is. Going against number 2, Georgia, 4-0 at 11 a.m. That's 11 a.m. We have a good game at noon. It's going to be a good guy. I don't know what channel it is on. But Arkansas and Georgia, it, it's that's going to be a collision. 
I like that 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 team. I, I don't know. Is it gonna be an upset? This is the first time Arkansas has gone four zero since like what did they see, like nineteen ninety eight? I think it was. <laughs> Georgia's gonna roll. I think Georgia's gonna roll. Put that down. Put that down. Georgia. Georgia. Shit, I don't know that. I, I I usually do predict. Last year I did predict the score, and I got pretty damn close on most of them. I'm gonna start doing that. I'm not doing it this week. Next week I will. Next week you got some some good games, and uh, game day making their way up to touchdown Jesus and uh, Notre Dame. They're in, they're gonna be at the Cincinnati Notre Dame game. This is the big game. And uh, since in number seven Cincinnati three and zero against number nine Notre Dame a four and zero a t- ten clash. Do I don't really like that game because Cincinnati has really same thing. We really don't know yet. This is the first game that they're going to be playing. That's you know the top top tier type game. Cause you know you ever you you see the the come on, come on, you see everyone's first game and second third game no, cupcake city, Iowa oh what uh, Colorado State oh, I know Nebraska played Fort Ham and Buffalo, but that wasn't our first game or second game, that was our second and third game. And we gave, we they get, Nebraska gave Michigan State a hell of a fucking go. In their stadium, in front of their own fans, made them, they were starting to cry, like, oh, I can't believe we're going to get beat like this. Then we got, uh, yeah, number eight, Arkansas, Georgia. I, I got Georgia winning that. Then we got number 14, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Michigan 4-0 against 1-2 Wisconsin. A Big Ten class going on right there. Oh, man. I, I got mad. I'm going to say Michigan's going to get this one. And a close one. And a close one in the fourth one. Closer than the experts think. Wisconsin, you know, has got a good team. But I think Notre Dame took their soul last week. Three. Three, Wisconsin threw three pick sixes against Notre Dame. Can't, I mean, you're not going to win them. And I doubt they fixed it. That quarter, you can't fix that. Uh, number, six, number seven, Cincinnati 3-0 against number nine, Notre Dame 4-0. I got... I'm 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 gonna say Notre Dame just on pure defense. Defense is way better. Cincinnati. This is gonna be the biggest, toughest team Cincinnati has seen this year, and I don't think Cincinnati is up for it. I got Notre Dame winning this. We got two one L.A. Monroe. I guess number sixteen Coastal again rearing its head in the top twenty five. Coastal again, two years in a row. Number sixteen coastal four and What are that? What are they? The, the the sneaky Alabama? What are they gonna? What? How was coastal this good again? 
Uh, of course, we're gonna win this. Of course, we're gonna win this game. Uh, then number eleven, Ohio State. We're gonna go way up in class. Ohio State versus three and one, and the Rutgers led the by former uh, defensive coordinator Gray Ciano. That's the lead defensive coordinator of Ohio State. Maybe he got some little insight for the Rutgers this one. It's uh, Ohio State's second, only second Big Ten uh, game since, you know, routing Minnesota earlier in the year. And uh, number 12, Ole Miss, 3-0 and against 4-0 Alabama. This one is going to be a tricky one. A lot of people say, Ole Miss, man, they got this team. And I agree, Ole Miss has got the team. I think they're gonna gonna shock the world, just like NC State did last week. Um, they're gonna shock the world. They're gonna beat Alabama, the juggernaut that is. Number three, four and Oregon. It's a tough team. Um, versus two and two Stanford. Uh. Uh, I read a little bit into the Stafford's defense is a little dinged up. They don't got their horses for the Stanford's defense. Or Oregon's gonna gonna Oregon's gonna take that. Or I feel like they're gonna win. I don't know about big. Yeah, they're gonna win big. They're gonna win big because Oregon's offense is is a, another level. Is on another level right now. Uh, number twenty-two, La Tech versus number twenty-three, NC State. Three and one upsets Clemson last week. Are they going to ride high or are they going to get that lull? You know the the they always say it, the big game hangover. Will they have that? You always see it. They always would beat a team and then the week after it's like a. They always let everyone down, like, oh my god, they beat they beat uh Clemson last week. They could they're probably one of the best teams then and they go and lose to La Tech next week. <laughs> no, I think NC State's gonna take that. Uh number ten, three and one Florida. No, I don't know. Four and oh Kentucky. I think Florida's gonna win that one. And uh Mississippi State. Uh, 3-1 Texas A&M. I'm going to say te- I'm going to say Texas A&M in a close one. I, th- I think Texas A&M got the team this one. And a 4-0-21 Baylor is going against 4-0 Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State not really sneaky. Sneaky. Not a lot of people paying attention to them. Uh, I, th- I think Oklahoma State is going to get Baylor in this one. Uh, for an old clash. Uh, and in Indiana, it's another one here. And I've said this at the beginning of the year when Iowa routed them. Indiana's going against a tough number four Penn State. Is Penn State looking to pass Indiana, maybe? Because next week, it's a number four against a number five. A top ten clash. Uh, Iowa Penn State game, and guess Iowa is is Penn State looking past Indiana maybe, and 
Indiana kind of sneaks sneaks by this. Nah. I think Penn State's going to uh, easy easy win Indiana. Close in the beginning. I think it's going to be close in the first half of the game. You know, like 7-7, maybe 7-10. Indiana might be getting lucky here and there. And then second half, and then, and then Penn State rolls them really, really fast. Then we got 4-0 Boston College against number 25, 2-2 Clemson. Yeah, 2-2. Yeah, 2-2 Clemson. I don't know. This is not the Clemson that we're used to seeing, is it? This this isn't. I don't think Boston College is going to beat them. Clemson is going to win this one. We got Western Kentucky against... uh, Michigan State 4-0. I guess they escaped with their hide against Nebraska. <laughs> not not when I watch Michigan State, they're not a tough team. It isn't. They're sound. It's not really like you know, like when you see the team, you're like, oh my god, it, look at these guys. These guys are pretty good. No, nothing really jumped out for, for me. That's going to be an interesting one. Number 22, Auburn against 3-1 LSU. Can LSU beat Auburn? I think they can. I think they're getting their shit together, LSU. Like, they're getting they're getting tired of being talked about. <laughs> like, oh, ever since what's-the-name left and we're not good anymore. Well, yeah. That is. That's true. <laughs> and then uh, we got... I think I think LSU is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a fourth quarter game. It's going to be a battle of the turnovers, maybe. I think Auburn's going to squeak by this one. Barely. Uh, 3-1... Arizona State against number 20, UCLA. I think UCLA gets one. I, I'm high on U, UCLA. I think they're going to win. They got the team. They got the coach. The thing that UCLA was not good last year. Stinky. Stink. But I think they're they're bet, they're really good this year. I think they're going to win against Arizona State. Arizona State ain't that team. They ain't that team. And we got Fresno State against Hawaii. I'm high on Fresno State, too. That is a, that's a good team. That's a good squad they got over there. Hawaii ain't gonna have a shot. This is this game's over with. <laughs> Number eighteen, Fresno State. I think Fresno State rolls them. Well, well, well. I think this. I'm done ranting and raving about Nebraska. I mean the the Northwestern game. It should be a pretty good game. I hope uh, the Nebraska comes out. And I don't want nothing. This is what I want. I don't want to be guessing in the fourth quarter about who's going to win this thing. I want Nebraska to roll these sons of bitches right out of there. I want Nebraska to just stomp the shit out of them into submission. I I don't want to be left, you know, in suspense of something's got to happen. Something, or I want to know that in the fourth quarter, Nebraska's got the fucking win. 
Like, we could turn the channel. We could start chugging beers. We don't have to pay attention that much anymore. The game's over with type of thing. I want a, I want a, a win against in Big Ten. But Nebraska, I'm telling you, next year, this squad is going to be very good. A team to be reckoned with, I think. And I, I, it's going to be one of them. It's going to be everything's going the right way, I think. And it's week by week by week, and it, it, it's going, it's going, it's starting to go in the right direction. And if you can't see that, look at the defense. And next year, the offense has got to, you know, foul suit. <laughs> Especially the offensive line, it's got to follow suit. It's got to. But you can't, you can't sit there and look at the defense all the time and say, "Well, what are you going to do?" Offense scores, offense scores the points. It shouldn't be up to the defense to stop them, so we have a shot. But yeah, this is it's going to be a good weekend. Good good games. Big time matchup. Cincinnati Notre Dame. You got Cincinnati Notre Dame. You got we got uh, uh Louisville Wake Forest. Should be a good game. Can Wake Forest get past Louisville? I think it's gonna be a good one. Uh NC State, is it a fluke or isn't? Are they gonna be Ole Miss, Alabama? It should be a good one to watch. I think that you got that's got to be on CBS, on the SCC network. But yeah, that's uh that's. All right, that's gonna be it for me. Have a great Saturday. Good college football games. Enjoy the weekend and enjoy Saturday football. Oh, uh, and uh, Sunday football. Let's get to this real quick, and then I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Um, Sunday football, everybody knows Tom Brady is going to be back in, in Gillette Stadium. Everybody's talking about, I've already seen like 17 different commercials about it, like five different songs. <laughs> and they're hyping this game. They're really trying to hype this game. It's going to be on, on prime time. It's going to be on uh, the NBC Sunday night football game. Which shit is good because now I can watch my Patriots, see if Mac Jones can show Tom Brady a little bit of what's going to happen. And we don't need you no more. I'm going to show you what, Tom Brady. I'm Mac Jones. The Mac and Cheese. So Kraft Mac and Cheese. Oh, and, and another thing, another thing before I go. The Super Bowl halftime show. A lot of different opinions on it. It's not the Super Bowl halftime show. It's a gangster halftime show. Gangster rap halftime show. It's the 50 and over old man show. Singing some gangster rap. You, you everyone. I think everyone knows. Everybody on the planet knows who it is. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige? Um, Snoop Dogg. Eminem. Kendrick Lamar is pretty relevant out of all of them. Snoop Dogg. 
these old men up there rapping about yesteryear. But um, the NFL's lost touch with their fans. The NFL has no fucking idea who their fans are. They just want your fucking money. That's all the NFL wants. They don't care about you. They want you to buy their merchandise. They want you to buy all the team apparel that you can. And just just rake it in the NFL. They want your viewerships. They want you to pay for the the red zone they want you to pay for the the fucking the NFL uh game day ticket they want money they don't want they're not going to hand that out shit for free why why not that's what I don't get I can't watch my watch my team my NFL team because the NFL wants my money to watch my team where I could watch it if I lived in 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 Boston for free but not because I live over here. I got to pay hundreds of dollars to watch this shit. I'm sorry. I got to steal it and stream it. And I don't feel bad. Because no one should have to pay money. If they have a favorite team. And you can watch the Packers on TV. And you can watch the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bears where I live for free. But you can't watch your team if you if you if you like the New York Yankees or the Giants or the Jets, you can't we can't watch them here. Cause this is Kansas City Bears Green Bay territory. Raiders. Raiders. But but I'm saying that the NFL has no idea who their fans are. They don't want to watch a gangster party. I grew up in the 90s. I love that music. I like that music. I, it's all in my phone. I like Snoop Dogg. Gin and Juice. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Wouldn't that be something if there was anything else on Bone Thugs and Harmony come out there and sing East 1999? Get at the set the bottom. Get the set the bottom. God, God, they're at the set at the. I don't know what they sing. Boom, murder. Dude, all that song. All that music. I love it. It's all in my phone. Gangster. 90s gangster rap. I love it. Uh, West Side Connection. But, you know, and they got these guys rolling on. They're going to roll these fuckers on stage and sing, What? Keep the finger on the sensor button. Now, damn it. Especially when Eminem gets on there, he's going to start talking shit about everybody. He's like, fuck the NFL. Fuck these guys. Fuck the Super Bowl, man. The Raiders ain't in the house. Wouldn't that be something if Raiders got to the Super Bowl and this is the, this is the deal? You know how the gangster gangsters are gonna go to that just to watch the <laughs> You got some fucking cholos and fucking all over the fucking place around there. The the Super Bowl's a gangster party now. Get your bandanas on get your dickies on, get your 
get your white tees on. Let's go over there. Let's go over there and watch the Super Bowl, fucker. Gangster party. The, 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 the NFL fans don't want to listen to the fucking gangster rap. They want to hear, you know, we want to hear some old shit like The Who. That was a good choice. Tom Petty, that was a good choice. Bands like that. Bring out the fucking Rolling Stones, man. Bring them back, man. Who knows how long they're going to be around. Bring them. Now. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite halftime shows. The Who and the Rolling Stones. That was awesome. Start me up. They had, uh, they had, uh, what was that? Madonna, boo. Lady Gaga, boo. Missed on that one. Oh, uh, what was that one? Um, Rune 5, boo. God, they just, they just missed. There's, there's one. Um, what's that one fucker? Ah, I forgot his name. Well, anyway. What else did they did they miss? What was the the one with Fergie, that band. What's what's that band? They missed on that one. Boo sucked. That was the worst one they've had. Prince was pretty good. Michael Jackson, not so good. Not so good. I didn't like that. Um the, what the fuck, uh, Paul McCartney, pretty good. I liked it. Good halftime show. And, uh, there was another one up there. Bono. What's that fucking boo? Justin Timberlake, boo. Not that good. Wasn't good. You only get a half hour. Get a, get a band up there that knows how to sing a half hour, a good, uh, The Weeknd. Well, not bad. I like The Weeknd. Wasn't that bad. But they're missing out, man. They need these old time, you know, bands come on and start singing some of the some of the music that we like. Like CCR, bring them out. What about some country acts for country? No, not God Brooks. Fuck that Fuck that guy. Not Garth Brooks. That guy. Can't stand that guy. He's stealing everybody's money and and we're in a, and we're allowing it. He's stealing everybody's money and we just sit back and just say, okay. We're paying this guy hundreds and thousands of dollars. We're paying this fucker to go around the country and put on these shows that he did in 1995. In 1981, stole it from Chris Ledoux. Everybody knows that's true. He said it. And people are just forking over money just to watch his asshole sing the same songs that he did. And started outside the fire. Who gives a fuck? 
the rodeo who gives a fuck yeah we heard it hundreds of times where's the new music you're not relevant goth brooks but yet these idiots are out there giving him their money that the the same show that they could have watched if they were 12 years old back in the day like I was, I could, I could, I could swear, I swear, that I, when he first came out, is in the 90s, I was 11, 12, I could have gone and seen him, he was, he was in my town, and then, I could go buy a ticket today, and see the same exact fucking show that I did back then, same goddamn thing, the same songs, and people act like he hasn't sung it. Yeah, he's been away for a while, but fuck, man. He, there's no new music from him. You know what I want? I, I see, a lot of people give me shit. I like Billie Eilish. She is an inspiration to a lot of girls out there. And I like, I like her music. And she really gives it her all. I, I've seen, like, her, her concerts and stuff. And she really, she jumps around so much. She, I think she hurt her ankle or something like that. And she's still out there jumping around and giving her fans what they want. Like, not just to stand there and kind of sing her songs and twirl her hair and dance a little. No, she really goes all out. She's going to be up here in a, in a couple months. And I wanted to go. They're sold out. But... I wanted to go to see this seer. I would. I just need someone to go with. I'm not going alone. I look like a weirdo. I need to take. You need to take a girl. You know, you got to have a girl to go to something like that. Uh, I went to Tim McGraw, and my brothers were like, "How come you didn't take us?" Oh, come on, Tim McGraw. You gotta take. You gotta have a girl go to that. You can't just show up with a bunch of bro counselor for him singing. She's my kind of rain and stuff like that. And you're hanging out with the bros and having beers, listening to this, singing. She's my kind of rain. Oh man. No 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 no. You can't. You can't. Take your, you can't have a guy's night at a Tim McGraw concert. Are you out of your mind? You know how stupid you would look in front of people. And if anyone found out that you did do that, you'd be, you'd be in some shit. <laughs> my, my friends are like, my brother's like, well, we could have gone because I bought, I had three tickets and. My brother said, we all could not get out. No, 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 no. I took two girls. <laughs> I took two girls to that. I'm not going with no guy to a Tim McGraw concert. All right. All right. All right. I swear I'm going to get out of here. I'm Chris Morris. This is the Native Hicks Show. Enjoy your Saturday. Laters.